Let me just make sure. Do you like Harry Potter? Yeah, cause swing a little bit more around. Um, I do, but not as much as you. I was going to say, are you going to watch the new Fantastic Beasts movie, or is that like a bit too far fetched for you? No, I would watch it, but I uh, why? No, because I just want it because you love movies. And that's the only <laughs> movie I know that's coming out, and I was like, I wonder if like that's something like you like just keep up. With. I'm not going to go and try. I'm never. E- let me just. You're going to purchase a ticket? Yes. I'm yeah. never ever going to even put it on. But if someone else puts it on, or if Taylor puts it on, she's a Harry yeah. Potter fan. I will I watch like it with her. More than you. Huh? That's why I like her more than you. <laughs> why? You're really into it? Fucking nice. I know not, you're really not, into not Harry Fantastic Potter. Beast, but you know, Sam. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're really into Harry Potter. You into you're not into gaming at all, but Fuck gaming. But um, you know there's a Hogwarts game coming out this year. Did you not know about that? It's like Think about the world I live in and the, the shell, I know, but the, like the rock that I'm under. We all have those things that we make an exception for. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I I probably game a little bit more than you, but I'm not a gamer. I just sort of play like, for example, FIFA. I like yeah, I play FIFA. I grew up with that, but I don't play any other game. But if a Batman game comes out, I like Batman, so I'll, I I jump into it. There's not like a not even Hogwarts. I don't own a gaming console. Yeah, I know, but like you never even thought about it? No? No. You should give it a go. I'm probably going to get it. That's beer, that's beer money that I, <laughs> I'm losing out on. Welcome to the Bronx Cheer Basketball Show. I'm your host, Nathan Callanan, <laughs> and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jack Lynch. G'day, mate. How are you, mate? Good. Good. Life's yeah. all right. Yeah. Can't complain. Your eyes are as red as a bloody tomato. <laughs> well, you know, that's the joy of burning the candle at both ends, so to speak. <laughs> Been working like a dog. Working like a dog and socialising a bit more than I would like normally. Um, I think it's been one of those things you, you put it off for so long. Yeah. And then it's all just like catching up with too many people too quickly. I think I drank last week. <laughs> Wednesday night, Thursday night, <laughs> Friday night, Saturday night. Had Sunday off and then drank last night as well. Yeah. So, you know, life's good. Yeah. I'm only slightly busy. We don't ab- advise the abuse of alcohol on this podcast. Jack just <laughs> Jack just enjoys some um, hops and some barley. Love love me barley and hops. Yeah. Is it just mixed with water? Is like every drink mixed with water? This is a real like yeah, I think kid so. question. Think but so. is it? Yeah. yeah. It's just water mixed with like ingredients. I assume so. Yeah. Wine's not. Wine's just... Yeah, some grapes, but not, not is, all not all drinks but are. Yeah. Wine is most well, grapes are mostly water. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. So liquid's got to come from somewhere. You just like water. It's like it's like you're having a glass. I'm of having Milo. liquid bread essentially. Yes, when I drink a beer, that's right. Then what do they say that one beer is six slices of white bread? Something in like terms that. of Mate, carbs. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> in my mind, it's not. All right, well, let's get on to the basketball. Um, talking about working hard. Ime Udoka for the Boston Celtics has worked hard to get the Celtics currently. Let me get the standings up. I'm going to guess you guys are third, second. Are you second right at this moment? Right at this moment because we've played an extra game in Milwaukee. Okay. If Milwaukee win tomorrow, then they've got the tiebreaker over us. Yep. So we're alternating between second and third at the moment. Clicked on NHL. All right. Um, Yeah, so... The East hasn't changed in terms of what we probably discussed when we last spoke, which is a few weeks ago. It's just tight as hell. Uh, Miami are up top with 28 losses. Uh, Boston, 30. Milwaukee, 30. Uh, Philly, 30. And then it goes Bulls, Toronto. But it's just so... Have you got the tiebreaker over Boston? 
Or is Boston got Tyreek? I'm pretty sure it was 2-2. So what happens then? Last time we were all tied. Is it like Boston a f- was the fourth seed, I'm pretty sure. So I reckon you must have the tiebreaker over Boston. Okay. Maybe we do then. Um, if, if it was like point differential, I'd say that you guys would have it after, after your 48 yeah. point win over us. Unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the East continues to be a bit of a bloodbath. It really does look like, um, oh no, no, it has been cemented. The Nets will be in the playing game. Like that yeah. got, that got mathematically cemented the other day, but it really does look like that they are not at least going to get that. Oh, they still might. Actually, I'm not going to confirm anything. They they might still get seventh, which is that first home um, play-in. Who knows? But they're going to be they're playing. They're pushing tight for seventh. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in play-in circumstances. Cleveland, with the injury of Jared Allen, are slowly sinking. Um, Atlanta have won a few games in a row, so they're, they're sh- shooting up. And Charlotte are there. And then below that tenth line in the east, there's just... it's. At least on the standings I'm looking at, it's got E for all the teams. That means eliminated. They can't make the playoffs. I've got an O for all of them. Yeah? Ooh. Yeah. Different different apps? What are you using? NBA. I'm using the ESPN app. Always different. Yeah. We've got to be different, don't we? You never agree. Um, over to the Western Conference, just a quick just check over. There is one team sitting out of the uh, the 10. Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have the eliminated next to them. And that's the LA Lakers. But JL, they are two games, and they've played the same amount of games. Mm-hmm. They're two games behind the Spurs, and the Spurs have that tiebreaker. The, the, the Spurs need to win two more games to, to lock is in. Is that what it is? Yeah, the the LA, magic number is two. The LA Lakers are three games behind the Spurs. Three games literally from making the playoffs at all this season. Yeah. Let me just start off with that. I mean, let's not go on for too long. Is this the biggest, like, fuck up slash failure in NBA history? You know, this 2021-2022 LA Lakers it'd, run. It'd be close. Starting with that West, Westbrook trade. It'd be close to the biggest combustions of a team ever. Yeah. My mind automatically goes to the Dwight Howard Lakers. Of course. But that was a lot of injury as well. That wasn't necessarily the fact that they were bad. Um, I mean, they still were bad, but, you know, Dwight had injuries and Steve Nash was out a lot of the year. I also go straight to the KG, Paul Pierce, Brooklyn Nets. Yep. With Andre Kirilenko, Brooke Lopez, and Deron Williams leading as the, the front man. But they still won a playoff series. Yeah. They still got in there. Paul Pierce had a clutch block on Kyle Lowry in game seven as a buzzer beater. Don't know how I remember that, but I do. <laughs> Um, so they still made some noise, and then like you go back even further, you got the 2004 Lakers that lost in the NBA Finals, which they still made the finals, but everyone had them as a shoe in. Is you know they've they've won, they've three peed at that point, and they've brought in Carmelo and Gary Payton. Yeah, so obviously they still had more success, but that was all that for what they had on their team. Yeah, that was probably a bigger failure in terms of expectations, but. This one's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. And more so, it just keeps going back to that trade. So you mentioned some injuries with that Lakers side of Dwight Howard yeah. and Steve Nash. This has... That would be in the... You, if AD was healthy and LeBron was healthy all year, yeah, that'd then be, they would be. But... But it's still bad. Yeah. It's still bad that 
They traded in one way or another. They brought in Westbrook. They brought in... Um, I know that you can't predict with Kendrick Nunn that he wasn't going to play the whole season, but they brought in Kendrick Nunn. They brought in Camelo Anthony on a minimum. You know, Dwight Howard back. They they put all their chips into these guys. They let Caruso go. They traded um, KCP, Kuzma, Montrez Harrell. Not that these guys were perfect, but they put all these chips... With, with in an aging team and Anthony Davis, <laughs> you've got a lot of players that can still win games against New Orleans. Yeah. But you lost that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, I said it probably last time we spoke. I said it from the start. I'm, I'm, I guess, in this position, you happen to be the lucky one that very dislikes Westbrook. And that's me. So, I said it from the start that, you know, he, I don't know. I was so happy when he went there because I disliked the Lakers. Um, but, yeah, this has got to be one of the the worst trades of all time. The Westbrook one, basically, because they have just made themselves look... And who's going to take him? Who's going to take are, Westbrook for $40 million? Unless he opts out. Jeremy's he's going to opt out. Of a 40 Is he at the end of his contract? He's got a player option. So oh, he can opt next out. Season. He can opt out of $40 million and maybe get Proact $20 million elsewhere. Mm. What do you reckon? Well, I don't think he will, but he's, you know, gone through the whole mental yeah. stuff with being in LA. He, I reckon he's loving that they're about to get bounced. Mm. Because he's like, I'm I was, out. I was about this yesterday. Anyone in their right mind would be like, I'll take 20, the extra $20 million, whatever it is. Yeah. Because like, he probably would get a $20 million a year contract from someone, I reckon. Someone would throw it at, throw yeah. it at him. Um, but given that he's already had a max contract, a super max you know, in his career, maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he wants out of LA because he's all about, don't disrespect my, my surname. <laughs> Get my take my my last name out of your mouth or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever Will Smith said. Um, maybe he would just be like, "Fuck, I don't want the money. I yeah. want to get out of LA, get yeah. with my family." So that for the Lakers, they better hope the the crowd keeps booing him and bullying him for the next few games because that's really the only way he leaves. So listen to this for me for a second. So this is the San Antonio Spurs' upcoming schedule. You said they need to win two games and then it's done for them. They have four games left. Yep. They've got the Nuggets away, the Timberwolves away, and then the Warriors at home, and then the Mavs away. I'd say they're all losable games. And they're all fighting for seeds as well. Yeah. I'd say they're all losable games. But they're three games technically ahead of the Lakers. The Lakers have only got... I'm pretty sure they've only got OKC left. Let me have a look. That's a winnable game. They just lost... They finished with Denver. So they've got the Suns away. Uh, that's that could be an easy win. Why are they are they resting them? They've got the one seed locked up. Yeah, I don't know. Chris I Paul, reckon Chris the, Paul won't be turning the ball. Nah, I reckon. Day. I mean, I'm not. This is me just going. I don't know if because I'm not. I haven't checked in to see if that's news that this this time to rest players. They, they lost to that, OKC yesterday. They did. I saw that. So it would surprise me. Rested them all. I reckon they want to put the. I reckon anyone in this league want to put the foot on the throat of the Lakers. Especially after Anthony Davis, you know, they had the back and forth. Anthony Davis yeah. said we would have won if I wasn't injured last season. Suns didn't so like they that. Haven't been playing um, Devin Booker because he's he's much done for the season until playoffs. Okay, they shut him down for the time being. Yeah, wouldn't well, surprise me. anyway, I'm going to go conversely and say it wouldn't surprise me for one game against the Lakers they put the foot on the throat. Mm. Anyway, so Lakers Suns, I'm still going to chalk that up as a loss. DeAndre Ayton didn't play either. The starting lineup was Cam Johnson, Landry Shemmett, 
Um, Miles Bridges, I reckon sorry, Mikel that, Bridges, Chris yeah. Paul, and JaVale McGee. I reckon that was just an OKC venture. I reckon they want to actually... Pokushevsky triple-double as well that game. Oh, he's got he's to get good. So they've got the Suns, the Lakers, and then they've got the Warriors away. Then they've got the Thunder at home. You know, they've actually lost to the Thunder twice this season. <laughs> Both 25-point comebacks. <laughs> so I don't know why I'm saying that's a winnable game. And then they've got the Nuggets away. And Golden State are on the verge of losing the third seed as well. Yeah, so. no, they've been slipping as well. So, And even the Nuggets, low-key, have been yeah. you know, slipping of recent. Are the Lakers going to make it in? Is my question. No. No. But how many times in LeBron's career have we counted him <laughs> out and he's proved us wrong? It's one of those things. He had that quote the other day, until he's buried six foot under, don't count him out. Yeah. I, I, I hate that. He's tormented Celtics fans so much that it wouldn't fucking surprise yeah. me. No, I'm going to have to go no as well. Three games back, there's four games left. Yeah, not take, for me. Take a miracle. No, not for me. I, I mean, yes, the Spurs could lose all those games, but there's a reason why the Spurs have s- sort of climbed up to 10th. It's sort this of. This is Greg Popovich's last year, and his last act <laughs> is denying the Lakers yeah. the playoffs. <laughs> um, unbelievable. But other than that, there's not much to talk about for now. We're about to hit the home stretch. Uh, I've already mentioned to you that our next couple of weeks, for our segments at least, this is the last week of the regular season, and then next week we've got um, planes and then playoffs. So at this, for next week's episode, we will do uh, player awards, our like what we predict they're going to be, and our thoughts on them. And then the week after, there'll only have been three days of playoffs played. So we'll do our bracket predictions yeah. from there. So we're gonna it's gonna start heating up, right? But for now, it's just that little calm before the storm. There's not really much happening. Giannis passed Kareem Abdul Jabbar for the all time Bucks leading scorer. Congratulations to him. He's also um, been dominating. He went to Philly, dropped forty, got a great win. He wants that MVP. Went to Brooklyn, uh, scored that three point shot that step back three to ice the game oh no, no, no sorry. send it to overtime wasn't send it, it to yeah. overtime sorry he got the he got the block to save the game against philly goaltend made the overturned <laughs> yeah overturned made the free throws against brooklyn he's, he's just so let me just quickly jump in there you brought that up mvp what's your rankings as of now actually hold on yeah, yeah as of now but sort of try not to give away <laughs> what you're going to say next week. <laughs> I know I make your mind sort of twist sometimes. Do you want me to say it or not? <laughs> Do you think... Okay, don't tell me your rankings because find out next week, everyone. Come back. I think. It's Do you think that this in this last week... Can't change. With the Giannis things, do you think that Giannis has jumped like... It made a significant dent? Yes. Yes. But That's think, my question. I think MVP's locked up. Okay. I think I know who yours is. I think the player that, in my mind, will win it, he's done the groundwork, and no matter how much anyone comes at him, he's got it locked. Okay. I know who yours is. I'm going to be honest. I have been floating. I have been very much floating um, with the three of them, and we'll find out next week. The return of the big man. How good is it? It is so good. And they're all international. And they all play so differently. Yeah. Between Giannis, Jokic, <laughs> and what? Chris Dutz-Pozingas. <laughs> <laughs> There's the joke. Um, I was trying to think of an international big man then. 
But um, Rudy Gobert. Um, but no, so we'll do our awards next week. And I'm not even, I'm not even a hundred percent sure I could write down for you my top three right now of MVP, which is crazy. There's one award that I reckon has been locked up. Yeah. Other than MVP. Yeah. And I might mention it later. Okay. But fuck me, if this player wins, I'm gonna be so mad. Okay. Well, come back next week for uh, player awards. You'll find, you'll find out in about twenty minutes' time. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna specifically mention them by name. Um, and for everyone that's new to the show, hit that subscribe button and that, that segue n- notification. Just that in. Yes. Um, and hit that notifications bell um, on YouTube and give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and hit follow or subscribe. <laughs> and find us on OnlyFans. And find us on OnlyFans. <laughs> Jack just started one. Did you see that photo Nathan's of... Nathan's um, my co-host on OnlyFans. <laughs> Did you see that photo of Seth Rogen when he uploaded that photo... And he's like naked and he's got his bloody balls in it on Twitter that time. No. It's funny. He did like a photo shoot. Good on him. He's a funny guy. He is. Seth Rogen. Anyway, let's move on. So apart from that, the only other topic before we get into this week's segment Juicy. that I've got. Also, today, NCAA Championship, the National Championship I game. you going to say NCIS like I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yes. the champ- National Championship game happened today. It was the first Jayhawks. time... Yeah, first time I believe I'm going to rattle off a few things that I heard the commentator say, and if I'm wrong, then I apologise. First, <laughs> we don't time, care. We don't like college basketball. <laughs> first time a one seed and an eight seed met in a final. I think um, he did. He, he sort of cut off before he said in a final, so it might have been ever, but I think it was in a final. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. It, so biggest comeback ever. Wasn't yeah, it? North Carolina up by sixteen points at one stage, fifteen at halftime, and I think it's that's a record. Kansas came back and won. I think that's a record. biggest halftime deficit for. Uh, yeah, both those things are a record, and yeah. So congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. Paul Pierce, he was there. Andrew Wiggins. Yep. Joel Embiid. Yep. That's that's my limit essentially. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anyone else. It's shameful, but I can't think of anyone else right now. Um. Oh, now you make now you want, make me want to think of him, Frank Mason the third. <laughs> I can give you that. <laughs> Frank Mason the third. When I used to sort of follow Kentucky, terrorize Kentucky one year. Other than that, other than the national championship, uh, the only other thing really to talk about as of right now, there is a little bit of Doc Rivers is really on the hot seat. Don't know. If, don't know if you've seen that. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he is. But have you seen that? Yeah. He actually sort of. People are confused. So he said he sort of said a quote about it was sort of James's fault yeah, for some about minutes the bench. Um, about blah blah blah, and then now there's there was a report from you know someone close to Philly that said that Danny Ainge is leaking this from from Utah, <laughs> sitting there laughing. Um, so I think the Doc Rivers is on the hot seat, which is awesome. Did you see his quote about Embiid today? I don't think I don't know if I did. He said he's like Michael Jordan in the fact that. They're so worried about playing offense that they don't think about defense all that much. Who, Philly? No, Embiid. Oh, Forgetting that Jordan's a defensive player of the year and nine-time first-team defense. And Joel's one of the best defenders. That's crazy. I don't get what he's on about. Anyway, Doc Rivers on the hot seat. Here's here's a quick tip on that. I reckon uh, it literally hurts my vocal cords to say this, but... I reckon, again, we're going to get done in the second round. 
And I reckon he's going to get fired three years left in his contract. Wouldn't surprise me. And he's going to, I reckon... The only coach to lose, be yeah. up 3-1 and lose three times in his career. Yeah. That that game against the Bucks, we had a 10 or 11 point lead. I understand that we, you know, we traded Drummond away. I understand we don't have a competent backup big, but he won't... So we've got uh, DeAndre Jordan, Paul Millsap, who are both from the Jurassic age. And um, we've got Charles Bassey and B-Ball Paul. He won't even... Who are both can hang defensively. Just give him a few minutes here and there. He won't even try them. I don't understand why you're not trying them in the regular season. And if Harden... The rumours are Harden's um, got a bit of a hamstring thing. If he really does... 44 minutes. Shut him down. Let's play him 44 minutes. Shut down Harden. Try the kids... Who gives you, a damn? You're not going to drop to the fifth seed. And it doesn't... You're going to lock in four anyway. You may as well stay at four. And our aspirations. It. That's right. And our aspirations for this season, this exact season, are to win the championship. So if our aspirations are to win the championship, we should have the mentality that whoever we face, we face. We're going to beat them. Especially we're going to win the championship. Like, for probably the first time ever. You don't know what's the most valuable seed because you might yeah. have to play Brooklyn. That's right. You know, and being the fourth seed might be better off than being the second. That's right. So I just think um, all these little things, but he's just so, he's just, I know so many coaches won't play young guys, but playing a 37 year old, is he 37? Paul Millsap? Like so we were up 10 or 11 and then Embiid and Harden both go off and Paul Millsap's on to defend Giannis. Giannis goes on and scores 15 or 17 points in a row. Paul Millsap had... <laughs> Come on. Was it 11 points in 10 seconds against Miami? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen it. Giannis, uh, did you see some of the highlights? No, I, I, there was I one dunk at the though, end of the third quarter. The I think I don't think it was the end of the... F- no, it was the end of the third quarter. Is that the one from half court? W- Giannis. Yeah, one dribble. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he did this push dribble... I love when players do push dribbles. <laughs> it is good. I don't know why they don't use it more. It's like I, the, I it's, use it. It's like perfect the, into um, a euro. Because you take three steps before you start euroing. It's like the um, sham god, yeah. right? I there's some moves in sports. The sham god is such a useful. <laughs> it's a walking turnover. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a good. It's such a useful move if you can do it, mm. and they can I, all. I do think it. the the only thing good about the sham god is the art of surprise. Of course, if someone does it regularly. It's the easiest thing to read ever. Yeah. You just stand still and just say, thank you very much. Yeah. Put your hand out. Ball's right there for you. It's like, uh, let's go to our local AFL. And you might disagree. I can just see your brain disagreeing with me. But it's like, you know, in like when you're a kid, when someone's about to tackle you, you handball it in front of you if you've got space. Yeah. <laughs> and they just take you out, holding the man. In soccer, I always used to do this thing where... So if you think about two soccer players and they're going to try and kick the ball away from you or when you're going to try and take them on, they're just going to put their leg where the ball's going to go. I used to always know that they're about to defend me like that and I used to just raise the ball a little bit and they wouldn't understand that it's about to go over their leg. The sham god is such a a practical move. (laughs) It's such a... I don't know why they didn't use it every game. Because I don't think it is. I reckon it is. I reckon it is. And it's, you've got to say, it's not used enough. Why is it like once a year we see it? <laughs> because it's such an, e- it's an easy turnover. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love it. That's one. I've I got to admit, as much as I hate Westbrook, some of the sham gods he's done, 
Whoa. That, there's one that comes to mind, Stephen Adams. Yeah, we d- dished it off. Oh, my God. That was the one I was thinking of as well. What a bucket. What, a, what an assist that was. Anyway, so moving on from Doc Rivers. He's on the hot seat. I'm very glad. The only other topic to talk about is are the Jazz. They are fucked. Let me, let me there, there, there is no are the Jazz. Are the Jazz. <laughs> the Jazz are moving back to New Orleans. <laughs> And they are folding as a franchise because they are going to blow it up. I loved how I sort of stopped at other jazz because I knew it was going to bring us to this nuclear point and you met me there. I, it, <laughs> the what, jazz don't belong in Salt Lake City. <laughs> what are we saying after other jazz? Okay. Are the jazz me- fucked for this season? Yes. Are the jazz blowing up after this season? Yes. Did okay. Rudy Gobert and, so, Rudy, nah. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell hate each other? Fucking no, if they do. All right. Slow down. How many of these players, so how many of these people are on the Jazz, are in the Jazz organization for 22-23? Rudy Gobert, Quinn Snyder, Donovan Mitchell. How many of them are there? Two are there? Two are there. Who's gone? Rudy Gobert, but I think the Jazz are making a mistake. Donovan Mitchell should be one to go. I'm silly for not having looked at their contracts. What a rookie I am. You think Rudy Gobert? So you're thinking like Rudy the, Gobert the Jazz are going to make the trade? The more valuable player out of the two of them. Yeah, is that a hot take? I don't know what the sort of consensus is at the moment, but there are a lot of Donovan Mitchells in the league. You can find someone that will replace, you know, that scoring fairly easily. Probably not as efficiently, probably not as good, but you can you can create offense in the league a lot easier than you can find. One of the best defensive centers of all oh, time. Oh, Rudy Gobert's... He must have just signed a contract. He's right at the start of a... Mm, Four-year? Of a five-year deal. Yeah. He must have just signed a contract. Donovan Mitchell... Let me just quickly get this. Um, you don't think Quinn Snyder might be the easy escape no. scapegoat? No. No? No. I do think, though, their offense is shit at the moment. They've gone from... They used to move the ball so well. And remember a few years ago, they had, like, no one averaging five assists, but they had, like, six players averaging four assists? Yeah. They had something like that. Now, it's just iso ball between Mitchell and Clarkson over and over and over again, and it just doesn't work. Look, I don't want to say that Jingles, Joe Ingles, was a huge key, but he was. Um. Donovan's also just at the start yeah. of a five year, so it's going to be a tra- it's going to be a trade thing. It's going to be a huge. It's not even like a player option. It's nothing. It's just a straight out the team. It's going to be a like for like thing. They can't coexist because Unless Donovan they, Mitchell yeah. cannot pass the ball. Is your first issue. So you reckon Rudy's going to be kept? No, Rudy's Rudy's gone. Rudy's gone. But I think that's a mistake. Okay. I think Rudy Gay. Oh, Rudy Gay. <laughs> Plays for them. Rudy Gobert is more important to a team's success than Donovan Mitchell in terms of it is so much harder to find. But even in today's NBA? Even in today's NBA. Rudy Gobert has got them the one seed. He's got them into the second round of players before. Donovan Mitchell, of course, that bubble run he had was incredible. But if you lose Rudy Gobert, that team is completely fucked. Like they have no one. To defend. If they lost Donovan Mitchell, it wouldn't be that hard to replicate a point guard that can get you 22. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell gets you around 26, 27. Mm. 
But especially if they go back to their system where they're moving the ball more cohesively, yeah, I think their offense will just be fine. I'm just trying to think like of trades for Rudy Gobert. Dallas would love him. Atlanta would love him. Anyone with a pass first point guard would Atlanta love him. don't need. They got Capella. But if you could. Capella's uh, go bear light, but if they could change them, you know, switch them for the two, which I don't think they would. And we have said on this pod before that Atlanta's in a bit of no man's land now where they've got a lot of depth and they need to cash that in at some point. Yep. And if they did put a few pieces together and landed go bear, got out um, Capella, imagine how good Trey and go bear would be in a big amount. Yeah, it would be good. Especially when you know Atlanta's biggest weakness is their defense, and Rudy Gobert on his own brings down a team's <laughs> defense de- defensive rating from like 120 to 105. Yeah, interesting. We'll have to look into that um, in the future, like trades for them. But yeah, you reckon definitely one of them is gone. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, you can't have a seven foot big man, and you average two passes per game to him. Not even assists per game. No, is it two passes per game? It was two passes per no, game. No, 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 but I thought I saw he's passed a... No, that can't be right. He's passed the ball to him twice is what I saw, as in the whole season. No, it's two passes no, per yeah, game. sorry. <laughs> I thought it was... He's passed it to him twice. twice. No, Joe no. Ingles passed it to him more this season. And Joe Ingles did his ACL God knows yeah, how long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw a similar thing like... Um, Trey Young has 150 assists to Capella, and yeah. um, so 157, and then 153 passes to Gobert from yeah, Mitchell. Total far out. Did you see the one the other day? Who did the Jazz play? It's Golden State. Yeah, and Gobert got a switch on Clay. Oh, Thompson, Clay. Yeah, dove right into the key, no posted up, and Donovan Mitchell just looked away. And you see your favorite player in the NBA, Hassan Whiteside, on the bench, just going like. Quinn Snyder is screaming. He spat out gum and then went up and picked it up and put it back in his mouth. But that's how loud he was screaming. It was like, get in the ball and they didn't even look at him. Oh, man. Go where's gone. Yeah. I'd love to see him in Dallas. Yeah. That'd be fun. I would have loved to have seen Giannis in Dallas mm. in that. When we when we sort of thought about it for a little bit. Yeah, that would have been... Imagine Luca and Giannis. Jesus. Luca and Giannis. But anyway, that's the Jazz. They look like they're about to blow it up. Um, my God, I can't believe it because they've been such a solid team for these last, what, That's four when years. you middle out for, you know, when you, yeah. it's 2015 Atlanta Hawks. When you yeah. don't make any noise in the playoffs, but you keep doing well, something's got to change. I still come back to last, and this normally happens. Um, I still come back to last season, oh, how, tra- killed this team. how traumatized they must be by the Clippers. Yeah. Because it's like, they probably thought the Lakers have fallen. You know, like, whoa. And Kawhi, even when Kawhi went down, they probably thought, we've got a shot here at the title. Yeah. And then the Clippers, no Kawhi by the end of the series, took them down. They probably, they probably, what does that say to you? That says to you, we cannot win the championship, even if LeBron and AD are down. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. So, the Jazz are in big trouble. So that's pretty much everything for the topics. Let's just get into a, a bit of uh, overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated. I'll kick us off. Just a few each. All right. 
Overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated? Brook Lopez. I was going to put him in there. Oh, do, is he one No, he's else? not. I was oh. like, oh, he hasn't played enough this year. Leave him out. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's at the point of his career now where I think he's slightly underrated. Yes. And I can't believe I'm saying this because he was known as a great offensive centre and a terrible defensive centre back in the day. But I think his defence is now underrated. And I don't think people realise how important he is for Milwaukee's defence. And people are trying to say Giannis is defensive player of the year, and he might he might be. But it's hard to win it when you've got the 15th net rating or whatever it is for, or 15th best defensive rating. Um, And Giannis is probably the best help defender, maybe of all time. Yeah, His ability to get across. But what's keeping them from having a top five defence is Brook Lopez being out. Yeah, He was so good at holding the fort down Funneling everyone into, or having the guards funneling everyone to him and allowing Giannis to do what he does. Underrated, I think. He is underrated. It's simple as that. I mean, you talked about before he came back, and there was no word on him coming back. I was not worried about the Bucks because I'm like, you know what? Who they got at center? Mm. You know, Giannis. Bobby it's, Portis. It's like Ben Simmons, yeah. right? Ben Simmons and Giannis, for all their great defensive skills and their six ten heights. They actually can't stand at centre and bang with the centres. Help defenders. And yeah, and when I say bang with the centres, I mean actually do damage defensively. Brook Lopez has, you know, found his place defensively on the Bucks. And also, what other centre in the league can bomb all, yeah, bomb all, Splash <laughs> Mountain? Bomb away like he can from three. Omri Omri Caspi. He he meant Brook Lopez. Like he was a, cold last season. The season before that, yeah. when he was on fire, yeah. But it, it doesn't take much for him to heat up. Yeah, I, in, I, yeah. I'm still counting it as he's still, especially for a center, he's still amazing in terms of that. He can get out for Giannis. Giannis so much. That's space. right. He's so crucial to their team. Their team is so well rounded um, and well shaped around Giannis. Of course, it could be a little bit better. I always think, especially in my opinion, with the Middleton thing. But um, Brook Lopez underrated, overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated. Joe Harris. Oh shit! Ooh, ooh, ooh! This is a tough one because last season. And what we know, like the last Joe Harris we saw in going into last season's playoffs, he was pretty shit. He was fucking shit is the word you're looking for. Shit. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going I'm to say perfectly rated to go. And it's a bit of a safe one because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say he can come back to his best, but at the same time, so he's not underrated, but like I'm not gonna say he's underrated, but he's not overrated because I don't think anyone thinks that like he was necessarily at Clay Thompson or JJ Reddick respect yet. I'm saying overrated. Yep. And I think what we saw in the playoffs last year is probably what Joe Harris is kind of like. Okay. Uh, obviously, unbelievable shooter. But it was fairly easy for teams in the playoffs to put him on, you know, make him do the work, and he can't do that. Um, 
but what makes me think he's overrated is that so many people this year, you know, when there was the, is he coming back? They're like, oh, just wait till Joe Harris comes back. The Nets will be flying. And it's like, yeah. people know how to stop him now. He can't pass the ball. He can't defend. All he can do is shoot threes. And he's fantastic at that. But that's so easy to stop in a playoff scenario, which is what happened last year. Yeah. And it was the way people were talking about him all season long saying, he's going to be, you know, he's going to move the needle for this team. <laughs> Fuck no, he's not. <laughs> It's a tricky one. I think maybe a lot of people are saying wait till Joe, Joe Harris comes back because before the trade, they had just like yeah, no shooters and no depth. Like uh, yeah, everyone gets excited about the Nets. I'm so happy that all the Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin shit has finally tapered off because I was sick. I hated <laughs> that. I never thought that they were good. <laughs> Thirty-two All Stars between their starting five. Oh, I never thought they were good. So in real talk, they didn't, they don't have any depth until the tra- the trade. Um, I, I think a lot of people were saying, oh, Joe Harris still got to come back. Is more like because got another piece, but yeah, because but they got no one else. Um, not for me. No, I can I can see it though. I can see it. It's going to be interesting to see how he goes for the next because he he's that type of player. He's that type of Clay JJ Redick player. Can he hit such heights um, or establish his name as high as that forever? He played really. He he was at one stage. Shooting like forty six percent. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The people worked out how to stop him. <laughs> All right, next one. Now this is a slightly famous name on this show. Take you back. You, of course, you can't forget. Do you remember when I was trying to tell you about? I can't remember which one I was trying to tell you. I was trying to tell you about Javon Carter or DeAnthony Melton. <laughs> and you were like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> and I was telling you, like, they're underrated. It but wasn't... you didn't know which one you were talking about. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember which one. Or you one were speaking was... about one, but you meant the other one. Yeah, <laughs> I meant the other one, right? But right now, it's time to bring up. And surely you know of him now. You should know of them both. But DeAnthony Melton, yeah. every player... Javon on... Carter, not so much. <laughs> what is he doing now? He is currently Who do you play for? <laughs> he plays for the Bucks. Boom. Javon Carter. Javon Carter looked that up. He was on the Suns, and that's where, for me, yeah. he got his name. And then he got traded to the Nets, and then now he's on the Bucks. Thank you very much. Javon Carter, and he's solid, man. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to start him, and I'm not going to play him in the playoffs. But he's a solid bench player in the regular season for even a good team. He played 46 games with Brooklyn this year. Yeah. No, he's on the Bucks. I didn't think it was 46. Yeah. He's he was there for a while. Yeah, he was. He was in the Landry Shamit mm. trade. <laughs> you know the, the famous yeah. one? Yeah, everyone knows about it. <laughs> um, when we started the season, Shamit was in the Suns jersey. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't hear about that one. Um, anyway, DeAnthony Melton. And look, I've seen some numbers, but I thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to betray my usual uh, personality. Ignore the numbers. The eye test. De'Anthony Melton, man. He's just very handy off the bench. Yes, shoots it beautifully. All the Grizzlies, as I was going to say, I mean, he can get caught up in this blur, this beautiful blue blur that the... I sound, I'm sounding French at the moment, but that, <laughs> that the, um, <laughs> the the Grizzlies are in right now. Yeah, I was even tempted to say, and hold your punches, I was even tempted to say that Stephen Adams is overrated right now. <laughs> you know why he might be? 
Because you know what? I reckon you can plug in any Stephen Adams, Jonas Valanciunas into that position right now. And the Grizzlies, D'Anthony Melton, um, uh, what's the, what's the Bain? Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Um, you know, of course, JJJ, Ja Morant, Dylan Brooks. All Fuck, these they've got a good team, don't they? Oh, got so many names. All these guys, they will make any big, and I'll argue, even they'll make even Ja Morant look good. You've seen their record without him. I th- sorry, I think John Morant's great. He's clearly their best player. People don't realise how good this team is. Though. But people talk about Dylan Brooks. I brought up Dylan Brooks as underrated before. I'll bring up another time how underrated Desmond Bain is. But for right now... Is that in your next... <laughs> it's DeAnthony Melton is underrated. And all these Grizzlies, man. I wanna be, I'd want i love They're to be so a Grizzlies good. fan. They are so good. <laughs> Fucking Philly. Oh. the last time I felt like this about a team? Okay, see, 2012. I thought you were going to say, I thought it was going to be some iteration of Boston. No, like with, this is... With you and Bill Simmons, it's always Boston. Because <laughs> they're so young and they're so good. Yeah. The last time we saw this was probably OKC. Okay, yep. Yeah. Well, on that. Overrated, underrated, perfectly rated. Jamarant. Oh, Bang. Oh, because I just steered it in the direction mm. of he's overrated. Mm. Now nah, I'm going to say perfectly rated. I I did bring it back around in my little rant. I might cop some criticism for this. Now, I don't think he's not a great player. This is reflected in your um, point guards. I think we're tens. doing what Luca, or what we did to Luca. We see the greatness and we start putting his name in MVP talks. And he's been in the power, like MVP power rankings and things like that. It's like you know, people's fifth pick. He's been great. No doubt about it. But it's just like, hold your horses. Let him develop. Let's stop pushing it too early. He's leading his team to second in the West. No doubt he's unbelievable. But their record is really good without him. I don't think that says anything about... I don't believe that like, oh, they're better without him or anything like that. I don't think... He no, but like back. their record is extremely good. It just shows how good their team is. Yeah. He's obviously the front man. He's you know, the point guard for a reason. He's dominating. But I hate when people do this to young players. He's not as good as people are talking him up to be. And that's what we did with Luca. Like, by everything, excluding like team record, Trey Young's having a better season than him. Averaging more points, averaging more assists. <laughs> we did this. I know, but guard. this is what this is what I mean. Like, because it's Jar's the flavor of the month. People are like, let's put him in the MVP talk. And that's sort of like, hold your horses on that. Just pull it back a little bit. Let him get there naturally without forcing the issue. I'll give you that. I'll give yeah. you just exactly that last point. The MVP stuff is probably a bit yeah. much. And that's all I'm basing it on. But I reckon... I never actually got to finish this sentence because I've got a good, good, good memory. But in our top 10 rankings, when we talked about that, my favourite curry is all... Because I... My favourite curry. My favourite... <laughs> <laughs> Chicken korma <laughs> I actually don't like curry You know, I'm Indian And I don't like curry Bad, isn't it? Um, so many things I hate about <laughs> But I was, was going to say In the point guard thing And I'll finish it here My, I came into the I started I came into the NBA I started following the NBA And basketball in 2012 So I've grown up In the last 10 years With shooters mm-hmm. My favourite player of all time Is Steph Curry, of course um, 
I think Jar Morant might be my first favorite player that isn't yeah. a shooter. Yeah. I think Russell Westbrook. <laughs> no, but here's what I'm going to say about Jar Morant. I think that Jar Morant can be a more efficient, um, but just the same category player as peak Westbrook and peak Derrick Rose. He's a hybrid of the two. Yes. I think that he can be like that. And he, yeah. His ability to score inside is some of the best I've ever seen from a point guard. Yeah. He doesn't, he takes the final shots, right? If Ben Simmons, <laughs> if any player who never wants to shoot ever could do what Ja Morant does. Or, ja doesn't care that he can't or Westbrook shoot, but somehow prime, still hits him when it matters. Yeah. Or prime Westbrook or D Rose. If, if they could all do what, if Ben Simmons could do what those three and Ja Morant can do. You don't have to shoot. He mm. seems to get the ball when there's 10 seconds left. He's taking the final shot. And he goes to the ring. There's three defenders there. He finds a way. He puts his head here, puts his arm here, and he, he does this. And it goes in some. Yeah. The ball spins off the backboard. He's incredible. And I think part of the... Look, look how much we're infatuated by him. Mm. And I think this is part of the issue why he's already overrated. Is the he fact looks that good. It's so aesthetic to watch. People want to watch him... People go out of the way to you know watch Memphis games. Who would have thought of that two years ago? Yeah. And because of that, and because of how quickly their uprise has been, it's easy to say, you know, like, yeah, he's done this himself, forgetting that he's got one of the deepest teams in the league right now. Yeah, I'll I'll give you that. I will give you. So that. I'm not trying to slander as a player. Just I want everyone to calm down. Well, you're probably going to hate me for doing this because we've fought about it for many many minutes. But you brought up Trey Young. Overrated, op, underrated. Opt op, op out. <laughs> opt out. Overrated, underrated, or perfectly rated, Trey Young. Underrated. Underrated. Yep. Still to this day, underrated. Trey Young is overrated. And let's not do the whole fight again. Then why did you bring it up? Because I, I couldn't <laughs> think of anyone that I think is overrated at the moment. Trey Young is overrated. <laughs> And we're going to see it in the playoffs. You're going to see it in the playoffs. <laughs> we did last year and he dominated. No. Nah. He knocked your team out. No, 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 no. What are the um, <laughs> the five steps of grief? Because you're in, you're in the first one, which is denial. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get to acceptance, mate. What did I say in our a whole argument? Oh, I can't mate, even remember. I've blurted out because I'm in denial as well that I even talked to you every week. <laughs> but Trey Young is overrated for the fact that I don't believe that when the when it gets tough, what's the saying? When the going gets tough, when the going Nathan gets... falls asleep, which is what we used to say in Year Seven. <laughs> yeah, I oh, know it was Tom Marnie that fell asleep. Shout yeah, out yeah. to Tom Marnie. Tom Marnie. Yeah. I don't know why that was a thing that I think maybe you said that in class in Year Seven. Maybe, but anyway, when the going gets tough, I don't reckon Trey Young can, as with many point guards in the playoffs, I don't think Trey Young. I wouldn't rely on Trey Young. That's what I said last time. That's what I'm saying again. <laughs> Anything in response or you just you just give up? Just go and watch the seven games you played last year against Atlanta and watch how much he dominated. I did watch them. That's and all right. most 30 and 10 games in the NBA in the last two seasons. Yeah. Uh, I really don't. Most 15 assist games in the last two years in the NBA. No. <laughs> no. 
No, let's not get into it because we just do not see eye to eye on that All one. Right, but two more. Sorry, where, which ones? I'll finish on the good one. I think that might be that might piss you off a bit more. Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. underrated. Yeah, fucking oath he is. Underrated. That's without, a good one. without any looks. What's he averaging this year? Give me, give me what you would expect from how much you hear. You know, he's on the Raptors. Mm. Who he play for? Oh, no, <laughs> now he's on the Raptors. And my, you got everything up, or just his mains? Just the uh, three mains. Uh, I could have given you some steals. Because this is how I know that. Like, I feel like I'm still in touch with the NBA. Is I, I can look at a, I can look at a player and sort of know r- roughly what they're averaging. Yeah, this surprised me. He's averaging, he's averaging, and I haven't looked once. Yeah. He's averaging sixteen points, a bit high. Eighteen. What? Jesus! That's what surprised me. Eighteen, two and two. Oh man! When the we said this when the pace with uh, Blazers, we said this about they traded Gary Trent Jr., who was so promising, yeah, for Norman Powell, and then they traded <laughs> Norman Powell for a bag of chips. Stupid. Anyway, but Gary Trent Jr. was so solid in Portland. 18 points per game. 18 points per game. In a system where they like to share the scoring load as well. Great defender. Yeah. Great shooter. Everything you want. Playing in his dad's old jersey. I don't know if it's the same number, but his dad went from Portland to, to Toronto, I believe. I'm pretty damn sure. I'll let you fact check that one. I'm pretty damn sure. And if it's not that, it's definitely he played for Toronto. Um, Needs a haircut. <laughs> But other than that, other than that, eighteen like that surprised me. See, I would have thought he's about the 15, 16 mark. You see him guarding LeBron last season. Yeah, yeah. He loves a challenge. Mm. He's a great defender, great shooter, and the Blazers got rid of him. You're kidding me. Underrated. That's a great one. My next one. I've forgotten my next one. I think I've only got one more. Yeah, we've done three each. Yeah, my last one. I couldn't really think of anyone, especially overrated. So I went to underrated. Overrated, underrated, perfectly rated, Reggie Jackson. Big U-turn in his career. Yeah. He was heavily overrated. And now he's become so under... He's fantastic for the Clippers. Was he heavily overrated or was he on a bad team? Didn't care. (laughs) No, no, no. On a bad team was one of the best players on the bad team. And we just assumed... Because I, I, I thought the same. I was like... No, he, he genuinely didn't give a shit for a long time. Yeah, but I still think... But he was still one of their best players. He did the, the Eric Bledsoe. For, he, he was, a, he looked, he was a, like Eric Bledsoe. Like, <laughs> Eric just Bledsoe. didn't care, didn't make any improvements on his game. Yeah. And then it was like his old man game kicked in. And he's like, I don't need to be quick anymore. Let's just dissect the game. Yeah. Worked on his shot. And now he just gets to his spots. Yeah, man. Like, he, the way he... He used to be so erratic with the ball. He used to turn over so much... Put up dumb contested shots, and you know what's crazy? Uh, the in that bubble where the Clippers collapsed, yeah, it was a last, last gasp, you know, thing when they were about to die under the Nuggets in Game Five, I think it was, yeah, yeah. Game Five. Oh Wh- no, no, which no, one? oh no, 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 five, they were three five, one up. Yeah, were five, they three six, one up? Yeah, five, six, or seven? Seven. Sorry, it was the last gasp thing in Game Seven, I think, that. Doc put on Reggie Jackson to just try yeah. something. He played well. But not just that. Then Ty Lu comes in. And man, Ty Lu, what a job he's done since. Yeah. And he's proved everyone wrong. Um, and Reggie Jackson is amazing. But I thought 
maybe I'm remembering it wrong now, but at the time, Kawhi and PG just looked defeated. They looked mentally fucked. Yeah, they did. And he was the only one that was just working. And just especially defensively, I just remember him just being, looked Pat Beverly-esque. Yeah. In terms of the way he was running around. And the, the, the Clippers were, the bubble was made for the heat, mentally, and it was not made for the Clippers. <laughs> the Clippers did not want a bit of it. The Heat loved it. Heat culture. Heat culture. Biggest load of bullshit of all time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Reggie Jackson, for me, underrated. I just think he needs to be talked about a bit more because of what he's done with the Clippers. And But I think everyone sort of knows that. It's weird that everyone probably knows that he's underrated, even though he's underrated. Yeah. My last one. Yes. Overrated or underrated or perfectly rated, Bradley Beal. Oh, no, don't. Because he's going to come to the Sixers. Don't, don't do this. All right, Bradley Beal is. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you're not gonna like it, but I'm gonna say perfectly rated, because he's not overrated yet. We need to give him a shot. He better not sign with the Wizards. That's what I'm saying. If he signs with the Wizards, overrated. All right, I want you to give me like a split second reply. Don't think about this. Mm. As soon as I ask this question, I want you to give me a number. Yeah. How many all-star teams has he made? Um, what part of split-second decision do you Oh, make? sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, first I go two. But it could be zero. It was either no, zero or two. He's three. Oh, but I feel like... I'm surprised. I felt like he's like a five or six-time all-star now. The way he like... The way he gets talked about in the league. Yeah. The way he's been around for ages. And he's always been good. I'm surprised you would have said two. I feel like he's... No, but that's the thing, and that's why I think he can't be overrated yet because as much as he was been around for a mm. long time, he was a young guy next to Wall. He was a young guy next to Wall, and now it's like Joel. Joel's never been past the second round. I, br- I, I keep bringing up Joel because I want Bill and Joel. I want Bill and Philly. They're a similar age. Michael Jordan didn't win his first championship, and I know he spent four years in college, but he didn't win his first championship till he was 28. Yeah. Beal is now 28 or 29. If for the next two years, nothing changes with Beal, he should not have been in this category at all. I'm, oh, ready, to, I'm, I'm ready to call it already. In terms no, of... I'm not. Uh, not, again, it's, in terms of over or underrated, it's always about how the media perceives him. And people talk about him like he's you know, the best player available at the moment. You know, like they're waiting... The way that people are waiting for Lillard to see if you know, he's going to opt out or whatnot. But some people, some, well, like he was, sometimes yeah, but players aren't available. Bradley Beal, I don't think is that good. He's a good player. He's not a great player. And I think the way people talk, especially if he, if he signs a Supermax, he's eligible for a Supermax. Probably the worst player to ever be <laughs> offered a Supermax. <laughs> nah, not yet. Not yet. It's the Wizards umbrella. It's the Wizards... Um, cloud that's clouding your judgment if he gets to the sixes or if he gets to a team that's winning you know what i'm saying it's going to look different and when i say it's going to look different his things that he puts into each game are going to be so crucial to game winning like again sorry i keep going to philly but look at us right now or look at the lakers right now who didn't go and get buddy mm-hmm. hill they went and got westbrook imagine bradley beal instead of westbrook right now on the lakers Imagine the difference the Lakers would be right now. 
Yeah, but I'm talking about the way people perceive Bradley Beal now. I don't think he's this generational talent that people say he is. I just oh, think, no, no, no. He's not. No, and that's, no. where pe- that's how people sort of refer to him. They're like, no, oh, he's no, you know, no. one of the best scorers in there, one of the best shooters in there, you know, does all this. I'm like, no, no, no. He's just a good player at the moment on a bad team, and see, he's, allo- he's allowed to get 30 a night. See, his near, his near scoring title, yeah. I... With what that was one of the most inflated scoring seasons With of what all time. you're saying here, I plug in that to Trey Young right now. <laughs> Trey Young wins games of basketball. <laughs> If you win games of basketball, that argument's null and void. Yeah, but, uh, Washington's team is worse than Trey Young's team. Well, you know what I'm saying. When he was the near scoring title last season, they're worse than Trey Young's got. Yeah, but Trey Young. How is you still feel about Bradley Beal's how I feel about Trey Young. That is actually a great. It's um, only because you want him on your team. <laughs> yeah, I love him. He'd be so perfect for the Sixers. So I hope. And I, I've got to, I've got to think that Daryl Moore is looking at the situation right now. Sorry to continue. Sorry, everyone. We need to put like a six-week ban on you. A sixes. We're always in the news. If Doc Rivers wasn't on the hot seat, I wouldn't have said a word about us. Weird, well and truly. <laughs> this has right. nothing to do with Doc Rivers right now. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like if the Harden thing had gone all Cinderella, then um, oh Cinderella, perfect. I wouldn't have had to talk about talk about us again. No matter what it is, just <laughs> goes back to Philly. <laughs> anyway, I think that Bradley Beal's good. But if he signs with the Wizards, it literally changes. Unfortunately, it changes. Circumstances determine careers. It doesn't make you a better basketball player to be on a better team, though. That's one thing I always hate. No, but if he won, go back to the Lakers, LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. If he won two, three championships. Which is stupid. That's what I always hate about this rings argument. It's just like, you are not a better player. No, 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 no. But if, I mean, so, let me rephrase. If he won two, three championships as clearly a big three, yeah. really, that would be a big three. It doesn't make you a better basketball player, but that would, surely it would change your mind on your outlook on him. Of course it would. And that's the issue with basketball. And that's the whole issue with like the rings argument. It's just like, yeah, I know. What team you're on doesn't change how good you are at basketball, and that's what I hate about the rings argument. Yeah, 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 yeah. But these days, unfortunately, I can't believe I'm saying it, but because I respect loyalty, I really do. Like what Dame seems to be yeah. doing, but at the same time, the way basketball is, it's so like, and I like it, I really do. If you can't win the championship, don't try. Go to the draft, come back, and come back with a whole new team. So this whole staying on the Wizards, staying on the Portland Trailblazers is actually a bit of a summary on how much you want to win. In, in, in the NBA of the modern day, compared to a lot of sports, it's like, do I want to win or do I want to be loyal? Mm. And that's an acceptable and 50-50. The, and find, finding the, I want to win, but I want to win right. What's a, what's a move that'll make me win yeah. without looking like a, like a, you know, just ring chasing? That, that part of KD's brain was yeah. left out. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. Anyway, that um, wraps us up for this week's episode. Next week, we're firing up. Come back for the our player awards next week. Oh, I didn't week. even mention the one that I was going to... I was mad at. That's right. We'll wait next week. No. Yeah, wait till next week. It's going to be... I reckon this has got to be one of the most... Civil? Contentious... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, Content- we haven't argued. Contentious years in player dis- award deciding history. Except for the one that I'm going to get mad at. Oh, if he wins it. 
So there's sixth man, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, executive of the year. We'll do them all. Most improved. Most improved, MVP, and that's it, yeah? Yeah. I think. I reckon there's some serious... Tom Thibodeau back-to-back coach of the year. <laughs> Was he coach of the year last year? Ah, oh. no, he deserved it. He made the Knicks not shit for once. Oh. No, that's a joke. And that's the thing. They're going to give it. They're going to give coach of the year to Monty Williams this year. When he should have won it last year. Are they? Really? Well, I think he'll get it. He'll win it. But it should be... Um, Taylor Jenkins? Yes, yeah, Taylor Jenkins. I was going to say Dave Yeager then for a second. Mm. Spoilers for next week. Yeah. Anyway, but... Um, that's coming next week. We'll do our predictions and who we also think will win. Um, and by the time we talk next week, the regular season would have finished. Yep. And we would we will be like a day away from the plane. That's Boston gonna be crazy. <laughs> Man, I'm so glad. I'm so glad when we don't talk about Boston. How do you think I feel, mate? <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, that notifications bell, and hit the five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe or follow there. JL, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. We'll talk to you next week.